welcome to what's okay. Welcome to what's in the what. Uh, welcome to what. Uh, welcome to what. No, Do it. Stop. <laughs> Do you have to say welcome too as well? No, you um, don't have to. Right, let me give it a go. Yeah, go. Okay. I'm T. I'm Aisha. Welcome to What's in the WhatsApp. I think this is like number 14, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. That's, that's it is, yeah. Last week was number 13. Yeah. And then we had a couple, we got guests that yeah. still haven't uploaded. But we can do with those because yeah. they're just they're generic. Just, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. Anytime, but um, it's June, it's halfway through the year. It's six months, like, it's six months, we're literally six months into the year, it's six months left of 2019. I thought about the other day and it made me nervous, but it actually gave me power to think, right, push the next six months for 2020, because that's that's like a, as a number that when you say it, it sounds quite powerful, doesn't it? Yeah. 2020. And we started in January, so that's a whole year, you're right. I'm still processing what you said. Yeah. Well, I'm using the next six months to push, yeah. just push life, everything. Like just, yeah. just put a bit of effort into it, and then reap the rewards or whatever that is. Or just keep pushing next year. But 2020 seems like a big number. Like I remember, we used to think about like the year 2000, and now you're like 20 years later. 20 years. Right, exactly. I remember walking the street. My mum dragging me to go to 1999. Shit. I remember we had a party at my flat at the time, um, for the millennium, and we got these, um, I don't know what you call them, they're like headbands that you put around your head and they had like, two, welcome to the millennium, welcome yeah, to the 2000s. Yeah. So gave them all that to everybody, we all put them on, and at about like half 11, everyone's head started hurting them, and we put them <laughs> to do with like Y2K. Y2K. Oh, because obviously there was but <laughs> But the things are just really tight and pressing. But everyone's all kind of like, "Have you got a headache? Have you got a headache?" Like, what's with my head? Like, and then someone took it off. It's like, "Is this is just too tight?" Oh no, we still joke about that now. Like proper pressing in, like getting but a headache. That moment like, where everyone looks at each other like scared, like oh, all the you know the world's coming to the end. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Anyway, right, what's funny. been going on this week? Woo! Right, I've got I've got a couple of bits. So have you heard about this woman called Marijuana Pepsi? No. Right, so Marijuana Pepsi, um, that's her name. And she Go on. Her parents gave the name. Her parents gave her the name Marijuana, Marijuana Pepsi. Pepsi. American. American Ofs. Um but she is now Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. And she did her thesis in, and I can't remember the exact name of her thesis, like black names and the impact it has on black children in things like in school, in healthcare, because people are judged. So Marijuana Pepsi is an extreme name, I do feel. But when you give your child a name that is perceived as black, like or made up to an extent mm. because your parents like the name, it then casts a shadow, it just does, in the world that they grow up, grow up in. Mm. So she turned her situation of being called Marijuana Pepsi into her Doctor. brand. Yeah, her brand. Yeah. And she doesn't change, she's not going to change her name. She doesn't need to. She, she's now Doctor, so she's done a whole thing on it and she's now quite famous as a thing on, on the internet, like Dr. Marijuana Where Pepsi. Where did you see this? Was it a Netflix documentary? Or no, 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 just on, online. Uh, just online, um, her name is Marijuana Pepsi and I was like, I know there were some wild names that we can give our kids sometimes some really wild names and you know I was quite conscious in naming my children of just their life and yeah. how what their life is going to I'm giving you a sense of massive responsibility to have yeah. a name who are you yeah. what does your name mean to you how are you going to use it where is it going to be seen yeah. where are you going to put your name so to have a name like marijuana her parents obviously didn't care, and that's well, quite. That was clearly that their thing to it. Marijuana <laughs> Pepsi. But her brother and sister have got really normal names like Kimberly and Jack or something well, crazy. They high, then I think she might be the oldest. I don't know. It's okay, madness, okay. but her name is. And I just thought, what a good way to turn a situation that could actually just be crazy to go to your... university, go become you know, do your masters, do your PhD in you know the effects that these names have on our children i'm surprised that they were even they even allowed her to have them yeah name. because over here you can't have certain names yeah, yeah. You, you can't they? yeah yeah maybe it's not the same in america maybe not you can just do whatever you, the hell you like but here i know that if it's um 
deemed to be offensive you can't name your child a certain yeah. name and they will step in and not just i don't think it's just offensive actually i think if they think that it might cause your child problems so i think there was a name like that wasn't that extreme no you know like people they call their kids peach and plum or whatever yeah. it was something like fox yeah like so it wasn't like it wasn't like you know um bear or like yeah apple apple these are all names <laughs> these are all names yeah yeah but it wasn't an offensive name like gunshot and i think no. it was just like banana say <laughs> you know another fruit and they still said no so yeah. it's like maybe there is someone that says you know what this is just a step too yeah. far i think you can't name us charles satan and i think you can name a kid adolf adolf really i'm pretty certain really i'm gonna have to google it that. That's I rude. I don't think you can call your child Adolf and I don't think you can call your child Satan and they can't be numbers in the name. Yeah, I know Or that. like, um, like a punctuation that's not a hyphen or um, uh, a symbol that comes from like another language. Like you can put, yeah, I don't think you can call your child those names. I think they're definitely ones that stick out no. to me. What um, have you got there? My phone's listening to me. Okay. I'm like, can you call your and then child okay. Adolf? Yeah. For God's <laughs> sake. Um, you can. Oh, you can. I thought, yeah, I think Satan's definitely one, but I've, you see them every now and again. It yeah. pops up. And there's somebody else I think in America who had like Jesus twenty names as like a name, like yeah. twenty of them in a row, and she remembered them all. Bless her, her and own then, name, her own name, twenty, <laughs> and then a surname. Mad. I thought the marijuana Pepsi one was a bit Mad. Was, was interesting because we do like to call our children um, crazy names. And the thing is, actually, when you say crazy, you know. What is, I don't know, and I'm going to use the name Shaniqua because that's quite a popular yeah, yeah. people always take the, make, take the piss out of. But Shaniqua versus Bear. Like, it's not worse. It's not worse. Yeah, it's not worse. But it's, it's just, just that but your name is Ghetto. Identity. Yeah. yeah. Shaniqua's de- Ghetto, but Bear or Apple is creating artists. exactly artists. For you know, the, Bear doesn't have yeah. to get a job. Bear's fine. Yeah. Bear's going to be okay. Apple's going to be okay. But if, if a black person, mm. person of colour, gave their kid an, a name, it's deemed crazy it's deemed you know you can't put it on a cv you yeah. can't get a job your life is doomed but actually if you're not that race you give your name your, your, mm. your child name like that then you're deemed yeah do you creative. think that the common denominator in then is just being black when it comes to these <laughs> things because i was just thinking about it from a class level yeah <laughs> but like the next because i was you know i was thinking about it from an american like say an american standpoint where people have i, I get the attraction for a black person not to want to name their, their child Christopher yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. you know something that is traditionally not necessarily of your heritage mm-hmm. but you know unfortunately for a lot of Americans or seen as quite quite normal in, or plain European, or, yeah, or European, 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 European yeah, and yeah, for yeah. Americans unfortunately a lot of them are people that don't necessarily know their recent history so mm-hmm. you know Nigerians yeah. in this country would still name their yeah. kids you know totally. Nigerian names yeah. etc but, the but there are no yeah. when you think about Jamaica actually as a nation mm-hmm. what is a Jamaican name give me an example there isn't there, there isn't and a lot of the, the islands and the Americans they don't yeah. have traditional names. names because there is no tradition history has yeah. not gone back far yeah. enough yeah. Yeah. so I get the attraction actually to call your name your child something that's that's made up because yeah. ultimately you've got no history book to go into to and say. your options on the table are David and John and they yeah. might not be things you want because yeah. they, they they represent you know a history actually that you probably don't want to pass on to your child I, I, you know what I totally totally get it yeah. and I don't judge anyone who has a name yeah. whatever they name their, their child um, I was on the bus one time though. Oh gosh, and there was a child called Shorovsky. Oh, okay, and the child, the mum was like Shorovsky, Shorovsky, and I was thinking, whoa! And I, I hope that you know that person's not listening. Right. Or the child's not listening. It was a while ago, but it, it was, was a really, well. it, it was a lot for a, for a little black boy to be called Shorovsky. Oh, it was black boy. Yes. Oh, these kinds of. <laughs> It's a yeah. Oh, it was so a lot. Are being it was a lot. Well. Yeah. yeah. So so in that in that yeah, you're trying <laughs> to find in that yeah. I hope that's going to be. You're going to get battered by the person you named. But in the, in a, in the quest of finding an identity, yeah. sometimes we can go we go left. 100%. But I get it why you've gone left yeah. because you're actually searching for something. Yeah. I get that. But you know when it comes to like the external judgment, is the judgment because we are probably is is it not even so much to do with class, but actually the the idea that the only people that really rename their children are black people mm. because why why is it there and what what comes with the judgment of Shaniqua mm. versus Bear mm. they're equally as ridiculous mm-hmm. well no actually not equally as ridiculous they're equally, equally as individual yeah, yeah. and um, 
but one comes with a judgment whereas the other comes with the assumption that your parents are probably quite free and quite mm. you know yeah. arty yeah. whatever is yeah. what's the common denominator denominator here sorry is it just that black people are the ones that name themselves that because actually i'm it's interesting as much as i think about the reasons why you know historically we people would do that i chose to name my children pretty you know so i'm i'm nigerian i've had my name's uh islamic mm. my uh all of my siblings names are islamic that's been our influence on our yeah. names yeah. so i sort of went in the same sort of naming territory mm-hmm. with my children but mm-hmm. you know pretty not heavy islamic mm-hmm. names mm-hmm. um but I guess that's probably leans into my heritage yeah, some, in some place, somewhere. Yeah. But I did make a conscious choice not to name them UK-based yeah. popular names, yeah. thinking forward. But yeah. at that point, I, I guess I probably judged those names. Not judged them too, but I knew that there would be a judgment and judged them myself. But mm-hmm. I've never really given given myself time to understand where that judgment has Definitely. come from. Yeah. So what is it? What's the, Why do I judge those names? Why do we, why does society judge totally. them? Do and they just say, because they're black names? Yeah, and the, the, your name, before you walk in a door, you know, and your name is somewhere, people yeah. judge that name. 100%. 100%. 100%. Like, if I look at, you know, CBs or just anything yeah. in print, I always, you, you do, you, you have an un- yeah. unconscious bias, you yeah, just you do. do. You, and, and, and more so, you know, as you get towards, I mean, I do because, you know, I think that, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. we can record it, okay, keys. Oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, I, I think that because, <clears throat> I just have an opinion about everything. So I've got an opinion about someone who's called Mary. I've got an opinion just because I see their name. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Mary, Mary X. She's yeah. done this. Okay. Right. That's your life, Mary, because it's on the CV or whatever. Same way I'd have a judgment on someone called <clears throat> Tyrone. Yeah. I'm thinking. Mm. And it's not a judgment. It's just an opinion. Preconception. Yeah. Preconception. Yeah. So it's tough. And you know, some people think I don't care what my name, my child's name looks like on a CV because. They won't have a CV, they won't work for themselves. Well, they just they probably don't even think. They don't care they about think that, that, that Yeah, it's not, yeah. it's about who I am today and what we're yeah. living right now. So, you know, it, it's good to kind of think about how to disperse those those opinions and judgments on people's yeah. names. Um, and, you know, look at diversity and inclusion. I'm going into my work mode now. Gosh. You shouldn't. No, no, no. So what do you think? So this is probably off topic, but what do you think about, you know, actually in what you do, something that seems so obvious to me which people are supposed to be doing which is removing names from cv there's been a big push for that does it make sense to me no 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 okay. i want to know your name okay i don't want to know you as a number i think you are a person and i should be able to <clears throat> rise above right. any preconception but that in, I have. in the instance and, and that, that's but you because you're coming exactly. to the table with your mindset exactly but actually if you were going to say something that would directly improve the recruitment rates for black people in this society yeah, yeah. would you suggest move, removing mm. names do you think me, it would make a difference me personally yeah i want to know your name and okay. i want to see and i want to ask you when i phone you for an interview how do i pronounce your name and get it right as opposed to not call you because i don't but that's just me yeah um, but i know the average joe blogs in a recruitment agency is going to look at the might look at you think oh amazing but oh how do i pronounce your name yeah ah. next one next one yeah and I, i'm pretty sure that is happening i'm confident and so you know when you get to like corporate solicit corporate lawyers or whatever and they they've got 15 candidates in front of them and one turns up and his name is jerome johnson as mm-hmm. an example mm-hmm. do you think that at that point they're like okay well he Oh, according to all of those preconceptions he might not fit in that well here definitely that, that's so most do you definitely think then, so do you think then in, in an instance like that yeah. you know from a legal standpoint yeah. something like removing names, names. from CVs CVs could be an initial barrier to creating more diversity in the workplace for people that aren't as open as you yeah or, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, I think that the removing names so there's a um, I, I've also worked with removing names as well okay, okay. I, I think that, that also puts an added pressure on trying to look for Someone other who, hints. yeah, other hints. Other, what can I pick from this yeah. CV? It's going to let me know either two things. One, this person is a person of color. Mm. How can I tell? Is yeah. it the school they went to? The okay, area they okay, here? Like, okay, I'm okay. looking for it, yeah. positively or negatively, yeah. or I'm looking for what university did this person go to, positive. So you're okay. now searching for something other else. Things. Okay, I see what your point is. You so actually, I think in some what it might do is it might create more damage for. In, 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 sorry, recruiters that want to positively discriminate and those that want to discriminate or of that nature anyway will then just it, draw it, up new, new different boundaries. They're looking for your school, they'll yeah. Google your yeah. school. They're, they're, people are just looking for a reason to hire you or not hire you. Mm, that's really interesting. 
That's really interesting because to me, from a you know layman's perspective, I would think, of course, it makes sense to remove the CV, the names. But actually, you're right because we know about you know um, what school you went to, yeah. where you live. Yeah. You know, actually, even if you were in certain postcode, what what part of that postcode did you live in? Yes, so there people, are so many people other people got time. They got time to not have time. They got time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got time, and I just think that yeah, there are people who want to look for it positively. People don't want to look for it negatively. Yeah. That's probably anyway. interesting. No, it is. It is, and 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 you know, in in the space that I work in, which is HR, you know, just, I just think that not everybody that holds the keys wants to let you in. Yeah. Like what I get asked often, anybody, yeah, it's like what I get asked often, which is really interesting, is how do I find people who are from diverse backgrounds? Piss off. And I'm like, there isn't a special app yeah. that we all congregate on. You know, we're everywhere. We're on every single place that you look for for everybody else. We are there. I think that's, it really, and I think that question really is just absolutely Is there bollocks. any publication that I should be looking in specifically to try and find people You know what you should apply? just do? Like, we welcome, just write it. We fucking welcome applications from but people I, like... And I don't think that that even works. I think there needs to be even more over... I would say, on a, on a, on a job ever, if I could... We're really underrepresented in this. Um, this is X is yeah. really underrepresented in our workforce. So we'd really like people from, like this, from this background to to feel I free mean. to apply. But you know what? If someone like me, I'd be like, I'm not applying then. Kind I don't. I, I, the, I don't I mean, you're looking for your target. Yeah, <laughs> you're looking for the me. Only, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. You know, but we see that in we we see things like that replicated in in application figures places like Oxford. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's actually yeah. a decision I make. I'm trying to make with my son right now. Mm. Where we're thinking about where you go next, and yeah. is it? You know, actually, if I'm sending you in to be the only, I'm not sure that that's something we want to do. Do you yeah. want to? You're, oh, right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, actually, a, it's, I think, it's I think a tough one. Yeah. But as someone who hires people daily, I would love to see more people in my space, mm. more people in any space I interact with. Decision making. Yeah. Just so that, you know, we can call more people in. And I don't want there ever to be a place where we only go like I think back in the day it used to be that like um places in government would be given a budget and some yeah. of that would go to advertising in the voice, for example. Mm. Like mm. all black people read okay, the voice okay, and that's okay. where they all get their jobs from. Like yeah. no, that's not the case. Everybody uses exactly the same platforms. I think you just have to be bold enough to supply to keep applying. Yeah. Just I to think apply. So. you belong, you definitely mm. belong, but not everyone's as open as me, not everyone's as vocal as me. Um, and the confidence as well confidence yeah. is counts for a lot of it because actually I was just trying to think of you know an example of like two schools that are in really close proximity to one one has a very diverse work- workforce and the other has zero mm. and it has been of a you know it's part of a conversation as to you know why is this place so non-diverse mm. and one of the things that came up was well actually we're struggling to recruit how do we go about that and you know so from my because I'm not I'm not obviously in the HR field so in my mm. mind it's like we'll just go to where people like us are and ask people like us how to find people like us but actually what you're saying is that is that that's wrong to do because it sounds like where it's tokenism and actually I think you're you are probably right so what is what's what is another reason why two places next door can have one can look a certain way and one can look another and I think it's probably to do with the fact that maybe we are also not trying to walk into certain doors because we deem them not of us and I guess it would be like the same argument that people have about Oxford and Cambridge um you know why why are the applications from BME applicants why why are we why are we not um applying in the same numbers and it probably is not to I think confidence is one part but also the assumption that when we get through these doors they might not be so welcoming to people like and that's my biggest culture like culture. those two places that you're talking yeah. about, a bit one has a culture that feels yeah, yeah, more completely. free, yeah. and one that has a culture that is not welcoming, and and yeah. people have it's tried yeah. definitely, yeah. and so you so change your culture, mm. change mm. your culture, give it some time because yeah, it's not going it to happen time. overnight. Yeah. But go out actively and headhunt. Yeah, people headhunt all the time. Yeah. When you get to like director in chief, people it's come for you. Yeah. You can headhunt yeah. people all day long go and headhunt some people yeah. you can see you can find exactly the names that they look like mm. you can always find a picture of somebody on headhunt yeah, it's true it's true 
There's nothing wrong with that. People do. People get paid more to headhunt than they do to get general applications. You can go and find people. Don't be lazy. Yeah. If it's something that's really part of yeah, what if you're, trying, people, to if you're trying to achieve yeah. that, say, right, I'm going to put X amount of money budget to go and yeah. find this type of person in this type of world because it's very important to me. And you find that person. Yeah, you're right. So that those two institutions are being la- one of them's being lazy. If they, if they if it matters, if it matters to them, yeah, they change they, it. Yeah, it's not that difficult at all at all but it's interesting you know and even when we're thinking about you know a lot of the the criticism that's come about you know oxford in the media or and cambridge um and you know the elitism that surrounds these institutions is that they are lazy and they're not actively trying to recruit us and then obviously you hear stupid shit that comes out oh black people are saying they're not enough hair shops or whatever close by um <laughs> but that is also a consideration though it's i laughed it and i thought of course that's not i don't think out of a hundred people that you might have asked yeah. one person might have answered that so yeah. obviously the media's yeah. picked up on it yeah. as a way to deflect all we care about is our yeah hair. all we care about is our hair but you know it's part of a bigger conversation but I'm, I'm trying to try you know think about really why is it because my mind I'm, I'm likely to just blame the institutions and say mm. it's all them but actually is there something to be said about our confidence and how we think we are going to fit into an environment because when it's all said and done like the, the goal with everything is happiness and even if you know I might think I might receive an excellent you know education in this institution if I'm going to be unhappy in that process or I might receive something that's slightly less but I'm going to be happier in another environment it's not entirely illogical to pick happiness so I'm just trying to think what gets us what keeps what is it that we have that keeps us out of these doors and what is it that we could not maybe change but what would change if we were going to say you know Oxford and Cambridge are the elite educational institutions in this country and they probably will be over the next 50 years as they have been for the last 100 years. Mm-hmm. How do we get more of us into environment? How do we change what it looks like now in 30 years? How do we change that for our children? For me, it's about it's who is it important to? Mm-hmm. So going to Oxford and Cambridge, who who cares? I top of industry cares. So what industry? And does your child mm. want to be in that industry? Mm. Like, do they want to be in politics? They, mm. when it, so when it, if they start showing that type of um, attitude yeah. early on, then okay, then you start to speak to them about the places that you'll need to go to get yeah. to where you want to yeah. go. Want to so if, you, if, for example, you have a, a someone who's 12 years old and they're passionate about debate society mm. or they've got, mm. and they love that, you know, you can actually go into politics. Yeah. Is it an option for you? Yes. Yeah. You start, this is the path that you normally yeah. take. This is where you normally go. Or do you get to 18, do really well in your A-levels and say, oh, I didn't know Cambridge was an option for me, mm. and then apply. Mm. Like, or, or they think, oh, no, I'm not quite sure. Or are your teachers coercing you? Like, at what point does it become important for you mm. and your family to go to the institution? Because if it's what you normally do, which is what a lot of these kids who go there, anyway, yeah. it's their fa- it's family, yeah, it's isn't it? Like, it's normal yeah. for them. Like, we go to, we're Oxbridge family. Yeah. Yeah, you get the Eton family. Exactly, exactly. And, blah, blah, and, it's, and yeah. it's kind of like it's set quite early on in your journey. Mm. And that's why maybe we. we, we your kind vision, of, we, probably. Your vision, we happen upon it as mm. opposed to it being a vision from five because my dad went or mm. my grandfather went. A lot of things happen. So, and we are now setting those new generational trends or traditions. Mm. So, is it that, okay, if your son goes to Oxford, his son will then go to Oxford mm. because that's what he did. Because that's what's that happening happens. with them. That, yeah. That's what happens that with happen, them. It happens with us, actually. Yeah. Often, when someone's done it once. It, they, exactly. Yeah. So, and we're, we're a good few generations behind in this country. Going to those, so, for example, in the States, um, they have, like, historically black colleges. Yeah. HBCUs, whatever they're called. HBCUs. And you go to Howard. You have a Howard family. You have a Spelman family. I've told you I was supposed to go to Spelman. Were you? I was looking at those so interestingly I'm looking at those I was thinking that those are good like university prospects for obviously my kids yes, are a bit young but yes. actually go to America because that's another thing we all need to think about more though it's going abroad going abroad for our, our yes, later education so our long story short my mum your mum I love you <laughs> my mum half got me a place at Spelman so when I was ooh, I'm going to say 16, 17 I went to Atlanta she did a really really cool um program called the Winston Churchill Foundation which everyone should look up and take part in if they can Winston Churchill Winston, yeah so basically they give you money to travel to wherever you want in the world to go and research something at any point in your life why do you hear about this shit when you're old right you can still do it babe they've actually they're doing it now so my mum went to America for oh so three. she did it in her later life yeah yeah so I was what 15 
And she did it in later life, so she's well, mum's not old, but yeah. she did it when I was 15. She went to Atlanta and Chicago for three months and did some research on it was like, um, like third sector and how third sector works in these areas and how she could bring that back to the UK to make it, um, uh, applicable or work in the UK. Still going, you know, yeah, of course, it is. It's a bit of a judgment about this, fellow, big deal, yeah. She's, she's a fellow travel so to learn return to what I'm applying I did something oh, kind of my mum told me to tell all my friends she said why don't you tell your friends to apply sorry <laughs> so anybody <laughs> research the Winston Churchill um, foundation, foundation and apply they're, they're the website my... is WCMT Winston Churchill Memorial Trust there you dot, go. Dot org.uk yeah. read that look at and they want people from our backgrounds all the time mum did this a while ago anyway she went to Atlanta had an amazing time Atlanta and Chicago I can't remember where she went and did lots of research about, and about bringing back some third sector information for the UK but she met with the, the, like the Dean of Spelman this is such I, I kick myself every day and the Spelman said she'd help me to get in and get a scholarship but you were busy what was I busy doing? <laughs> friends innit? Yeah, I don't leave my friends I'm yeah. like, like here's the application I know the dean, she knows me, write the piece of paper, we'll send it off, and you'll go to Spelman. And I didn't go, I didn't do it. Had some arsehole boyfriend and some friends <laughs> that I wanted to stay for. Don't speak to any of them now. Do you know what I mean? So, um, my point was, I could have gone <laughs> I to see Spelman. see your face. Yeah, because like, my life would have been so different. I could have gone to Spelman, which would have been just a freaking nominal, like... Um, my mum tried to help me get out of this country <laughs> to get out of tea what are you doing and the networks um, that you make the network of course exactly so my point was sorry living in Atlanta imagine your big detached house and, but mind you obviously you've got a good life now your kids and your husband but mm-hmm. you could so, be doing it over there right exactly so anyway my point my point was because I do keep myself my my point was two things one we don't have historically black universities of the Oxford and Cambridge level which we don't have any we don't any right I don't think we ever will in this country it's never going to go down that road Mm. but historically ACLs in it yeah, yeah, but historically in the States they had like Yale and Harvard and yeah. then a few hundred years ago they, they got um, Howard and Spelman yeah. as a black yeah. equivalent because black people couldn't go to those yeah. colleges. Yeah. So that's how that, that, that those colleges began and then it became, right, well, you're not going to go to Yale or Harvard, you can go to these colleges which are equivalent but and us. They're, and they're the best for us. And then you had those yeah. people that go. So, so, so in this country, I don't think we'll ever have, we don't necessarily need to have these universities but we need to take part in mm. the universities that we have in in a bigger capacity. Absolutely. Um, and celebrate those that have gone. Well. Um, but some people think, oh, so what, Oxford, Cambridge? But it's a big deal for the professions that they want to go into. Yeah, so absolutely. Celebrate. Absolutely. So if, and I think you made a good point because you were saying, who cares? And I think in some instances, actually, if you want to do a social science, they might not be the best places for you. You know, Goldsmith or something like yeah. that, or, you know, might be a better option. But King actually, King. If, yeah, if you want to do, you know, politics, advanced mathematics or something like that then actually there's no there's no denying that you go to the best place that you can and so I think it's and that's you're right go to the best place that you can yeah and if that's the best place don't be afraid don't be afraid but how would that translate to you if you had to make that decision on behalf of your child Uh, and probably maybe yeah because I think it's easy for me to say to another adult or someone I could say it to myself even having been say 18 but if this was part of a conversation that my child was trying to advise me on I'm not so sure that I would be so confident to make you know if my if my child <clears throat> had the ability to gain a place mm. then I would encourage them to go to the best place for them mm. for them and then for them yeah for them for and I would studying? show up and I would show out okay. so if for example <laughs> yeah. my oldest got in there trust me <laughs> we're there <laughs> and the fam is there the yeah. gang where everything that is possible we're going yeah. we're gonna we're gonna make sure you feel yeah. comfortable and people around you know mm-hmm. where you're coming from so that i think the support network that you would have lifts yes. you up to enable you to take away all the bullshit that will go yeah. along with being a minority in that environment would pretty pretty quickly de- deplete because we're gonna be around yeah. you I would never leave you alone. So if you're going to go to a place like that, then every opportunity I have, you might not like it, but we're going to be there. 
You know, everyone's parents even like, oh, my, af- my full appetite. <laughs> Listen, everyone's coming. That whole gang, we're going on a road trip. We're going yeah, up the M25, yeah. we're going up the M4, wherever it is. We're going up there, we're driving because it's a day where we need to be there yeah, to support yeah, you. Yeah. So, you care packages, yeah. you know, make sure you're involved, encouraging, just encourage you, mm. be your support, like, hold you up, put my life on pause to hold you up. Yeah. And I think that, I think I'm sure parents of children who are in that environment are doing that yeah yeah yeah. i've seen i was um just like uh, you know i was watching it's the sports day the other day and there was one i you love nigerian people i told you i heard about her she literally her son was running obviously he was mashing up every race anyway like he you know he he showed up and mm. showed out mm. but she from about 30 meters 30 meter line she's running with him Go on my side. And I was like, that. you know it is like everyone you can see some some eyes from the side and Rolling. I was like, listen, it's your child, this is Dude, all you've got to do. Yeah, and I heard yeah. that story, I was like, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Wait, you was not sports on who you catch keeping up with. Sorry. <laughs> sports day, watch us, we're yeah. running together. I mean I could we already had a sports yeah. day. So now That's what I said. I who are run. you keeping? <laughs> with my nine year old, yes. My fifteen year old. <laughs> Uh, so the reason why we're laughing is no. our little ones went to the same primary and one year why are we talking about this I've got to explain because they're laughing so much one year it's not funny I'm still angry one year um, I just said I can't run and I said I'll run I'll run no you, you didn't say I didn't say I can't run you said, said no, sorry I don't mean to no shout. go on go on you said oh, you're, you came looking like I had a champion. All, listen, yeah. I had all the gear and no idea. I had the freshest sneaks, amazing leggings. Like, I looked good. But that's how I dress. Like, I, I dress for the gym. I don't go to the gym. We <laughs> met for breakfast that morning, didn't we? And you said that you were going to run the parents' race. And so I was obviously like reigning champion at the time. Well, actually, probably still are, but still, you still, yeah. still are, but yeah. you still are. Everyone and, um, talks about you still. <laughs> and you said, oh, you're not going to run. You thought that we were probably equal. So you're not going to oh, run if what, I where, run. Where does that come from, though? What confidence? That's like, I've got confidence. I've got that kind of like, yeah, come on, like you. Look at me. Look at my trainers. Like, I come on, like you. So and I didn't I run to be nice. <laughs> So I shouldn't run and I came last and I suspect and <laughs> holds it over my head still today. And I will never run again in any other parents' race. Ever. That's it, I'm done. I embarrassed myself clearly. You know what you I remember when you got to the finish line, you looked at me and you said, Why am I so slow? You say, <laughs> I look like I'm fast. <laughs> you literally said that. This is how I need to run should be slow like you know like me and where did your strength like your speed random, where did it come from some random people could run fast oh yeah. i had a hip problem like i think it was a hip i think it was a hip no. oh, Don't know why I laugh. this no, is the no. first time i've been able to laugh about it <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. oh that was a lot like, yeah, it's coming up again but yeah, the, uh, the one is the parents are getting younger, so I just, uh, I'm not even a bother. Yeah, a yeah. The last time I ran, put, pulled my hamstring. Yeah, you did, Bad, you, yeah. you were out for a while. Yeah, no, to this day, like, I'm still, my hips a bit funny because of it. That's messed me up, man. I pulled my hamstring, I couldn't exercise for about four or five months. Yeah, it was a Complete lot. tour, I tear. Because there was a king, little kid running next to me. Parent, I was like, should, surely they now just need to stage this in age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, year one, the exception to <laughs> yeah. year two parents. <laughs> yeah, year three to year five parents because it's a different, it's not different honestly. generation. Yeah, that little fair. That older thing. I'm not running again. But other half, I'm like, are you are you running? It's like, yeah, I'm like. Is he sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't run. He ran the year before. I think. That's because and, we both. He tore his hamstring. Me and, and he did together. Yeah, and, and he came first. He's like, I've never lost a dad's race. And like, well, maybe you should retire with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Stop <laughs> now because these young bucks are coming through, and they're fit. Yeah, they're fit. Fuck so yeah. they're young. They're young. Yeah. They're young. They're young. Oh, that's funny. How did he get there? Anyway. Is he going to retire? I think he should retire. I think he should stop now whilst he's still ahead. Yeah, he could yeah, hold yeah, that crown. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, do it a- it Don't do it, AJ. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 o
Laura AJ. Oh no. Put it all on the line. Yeah, AJ hasn't had a long career, so he's about right. He should be coming into his prime now, but I think. You think? Yeah, he had a long career. Not at all. He's he's one title fight. AJ's not what AJ is. That makes sense. But the question is, the thing, what the debate is, is was AJ ever right? What we think? No, he wasn't, and I think you can tell by the fights. And I'm not a boxing person at all, so what people are saying. But but what I see is that. AJ is, you know, really good looking, lovely mm, guy, lovely. amazing, love him. He's, oh, he's so positive. Yeah. He's everything you want him to be, like, holds himself well, mm. not embarrassing anybody. He's AJ. Nice. Yeah. But AJ's not down and dirty. He's okay. maybe about the street life here, but the international guys that are coming through mm. are hungry and they haven't eaten in a long time. I so, don't know though, but I, are we not harsh though? Because I think that for him to get to a point where he's fighting for a title, but there's no doubt about the fact that you are one of the best in the world. And at any one point that can change on the time of day, on the day of the week, etc. And I think that, are we not like, imagine I was AJ right now. And I think like, I spent every day of my life in the gym and I've beaten 99% of opponents that have ever sat on me, even for people to know my fucking name. And just because we don't, not necessarily win that fight, then we don't hold them up. But I feel like he's he's a champion no matter what. No. Uh, yes, you know, no. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going to like, hate me and even the girls no. are like, <laughs> I just think, yeah, you can fight who mm. you fought. Okay, yeah. Can you fight who you haven't the, fought? Yeah. So this guy he's just fought... AJ should have, on paper, won yeah, that. Yeah. On paper and on telly. When I saw the guy, and I was, I'm like, what happened? So something went <laughs> I wrong. I saw some of the memes, so it made me laugh. And like, yeah. They held up a picture of him and they say, if you go to the gym, you'll succeed. Like, I'm quitting for getting my gym membership. Exactly. Like, on paper, you should have really yeah. beat this guy. In visually, you should have. So what went wrong? This guy had something hidden inside of him yeah. that beat you. Anyway. Maybe a better fighter, though. Sometimes exactly. it's strength, fitness, and all of that can only count for so much. So if much. someone's got more of a natural talent, yeah. But I, I don't like, think this guy had even technique. He's just beat I him. Up. I didn't watch the fight. I didn't watch it. Uh, I just saw the highlights. I didn't watch it. Anyway, we we are detracting, isn't it? What was the second one on the list? Um, Glastonbury. Oh, this is just a stupid one. Did you see the metro thing? They're so, like, oh, it's so hot. The, the, <laughs> the fucking obviously it's a field full of like middle class. Unfortunately, did you go to Glastonbury? No, never. Even though, like the storm, if you had tickets tonight to yeah. go to see Stormzy, would you go to Glastonbury? No, I'd rather see Stormzy and like ends. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. What about you? You're saying yeah. I'm not driving all that way to do what to stand up in the fields and do like I like festivals, yeah. but I like yeah. festivals that are like me, like yeah. park. Really, yeah. just yeah. all day as in the yeah. park, like yeah, yeah. park. It's like a rave. It's like a rave. Yeah. I'm not going to a real festival. Yeah. Like no, no. that actually scares me. So no, yeah, but yeah, the Metro article says something like. Um, it's so hot that everyone's um, putting up balloons or something like that it sounds like really I don't know if the person that put it out was stupid or but the thing is if you saw a load of black kids in a park with balloons you would investigate why but you've seen a load of white like (laughs) middle class kids in in a field with balloons and they are you've even given the answer you've you've given an answer as to why they're with balloons yeah. and what was the headline oh it's so hot that people are blowing in balloons and obviously i think the assumption is fanning the air back out to cool oh, them down i think that per- whoever did that was like I, th- I think it was like an internet was having a laugh you because think everybody like, yeah, yeah. knows what ballooning is yeah. now they've got to know you've got to know otherwise you, you happen to be a journalist yeah exactly yeah exactly after so you lot so yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so I think it was a it was a, a joke like an inside like ha 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 look these people are going to print this they don't really know but I like a getaway yeah I think it's like an intern doing that sort of thing yeah but it was interesting you kind of laid that to the coke thing and all the the, the, the um, MPs that came out last oh. week saying, yes, hands up, I've done a bit of coke, I've spent a bit of... They did it on purpose. Weeks. They're trying to make themselves seem more personable, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, but, 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 but then it had a slight backlash, but not enough around the fact that middle-class drug-taking, everyone turns a blind eye to it, yeah, but actually it's yeah, yeah, fueling yeah. everything that's happening Absolutely. in the streets. Absolutely. And wasn't Diane, Diane getting insulted for drinking a fucking can of um, and then, and whatever that lady on the, train the other day? They had a meal with a lady who was drinking gin out of a glass. She put it into oh, a glass. and she was amazing. And she was amazing. Yeah, she's like goals, yeah, yeah. hashtag mood. Yeah. Like, no, this is not right. Like, you know, oh, actually, I don't give a shit that she's drinking. I know, it is goals, hashtag mood. Because that is very classy. <laughs> I appreciate what you've done there. 
but it can't like we oh, our experience of the world is that it's one rule for some and it could always be different like we talk about the names going yeah. back to it yeah one rule for some and yeah. completely different for yeah. others um there are so many examples of it but this whole idea of you know trying to forgive people for their misdemeanors and these are the people that are going to run office yeah that in their heyday were taking you know wealthy drugs but, but i don't see people are saying oh forget you know forgive them forget what they did 20 years ago but actually right now i'm sure one of the people that would have been part of that supply chain of their drugs is probably still in prison definitely. or has had their criminal definitely. record marked yeah, for definitely. you know their part in that cycle so we get to forgive some and others are still dealing with the consequences it's, are we forgiving those yeah exactly in equal measure? it's ridiculous it's like the marijuana trade like now yeah. it's, it's you know now we can have <coughs> legal farmers all over the world but there's still people we were in prison yeah, for five pounds five a week yeah absolutely it will be that way yeah exactly it's got to it can't so I, I'm the people that came out like yes I had a little bit of coke when I was in college or whatever I wanted more backlash yeah. I wanted more yeah. but, but they're Tories yeah. so it's never going to be that way and not just that actually but more you know um, sort of I guess uh critique uh, independent thought as to why they're doing this like why 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 are you coming out it's not that this has been released about you you've just opened up your mouth all exactly. three of you four of you yeah exactly talk about your coke taking days <laughs> and that's because obviously you know that you're in a time now where people are talking about can you not do historical arrests in it in it is why? there a timeline is, on arrest I don't know can, I, can we go back and arrest them historically because it's a subject where yeah because if I say I moved the bank 30 years ago yeah. you can you can make me now <laughs> It's true, actually. That's a very good yeah, point. Yeah, arrest them for, and find that. out. Yeah, because you can't just be open and freeing up yourself saying, yeah, I used to do this. And, and now you want to be in a position of power that's going to then... Make decisions on other criminals. On people that are doing the same thing. That's a very good point. I have to Google that again. Like, can you... Because it's true, or is it? Is it like... I don't know. I just thought about it just specific. now. Like, I just think that it's not on. Shit. Sorry, I'm supposed to be getting a haircut. Um... Completely forgot. Never mind. Anyway, okay. we digress. Um, it kind of, but it kind of links neatly into Boris, which I think is one of my kind of final things to talk about. This, he's going to be the next prime minister. Oh, he will. It's designed that way. You know, there's nothing you understand as I always say, and he is going to be the next prime minister. Nothing anyone can do or say about it. You, he can, he can call. You know, Muslim women. You know, letter boxes. He can call black people. Watermelon eating piccaninis. He can take drugs. He can rough up his wife, girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever she is. Rough her up. She was saying, "Get off me!" Like, what was he doing on you? He can do anything he wants and still be prime minister. They said it's for him to lose, which is why he's not um, coming to any of these. Which is why they're not letting him speak. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with people? Everything. (coughs) Sorry. But my chest felt the passion I was like how 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 even when we like you know I don't really I don't want to take it there but we'll talk about obviously this anti-semitism you know weight over the Labour Party and Mm. we've gone back into it but how is it that the next the Prime Minister of our country or who is going likely going to become the Prime Minister how is it that the media first of all said that Boris is going to win this sorry Mm -hmm. and he does how do they know they know because there's no other real um, competition and it's designed the Tories want him to, to be in yeah so they put forward all these people have come forward maybe there's like a million of them and Jeremy they're whittling Carter, it down yeah yeah and but how are they whittling it down so the Tory party are they do it themselves okay. the MPs are doing it and okay, then okay. now they keep voting these at two will, yeah these two will now go to the why do they of, want him they want him because they want him because he's um, he is who he is they they like the fact that he's a buffoon. They want their Trump. Yeah. They want their. But do you, do their they want their cannon. Trump? Because they they I think they so what I think what's really interesting and this is my conspiracy theory now, is that I was watching. I had the misfortune of wasting my time watching one of the party debates. So this at the time it had Sajid Javid um Boris Johnson on Channel Four. He, and I think he, he four didn't turn up. Didn't Boris turn up. Johnson didn't come. Yeah, to yeah, Jeremy Hunt, Michael yeah, Gove, yeah. and they were all going back to back with each other. But each and every one of them, which mm. was really interesting, started their speech with in order for us to beat Jeremy Corbyn, we need to do this. In mm. order for us to treat Jeremy Corbyn, we need to do this. Mm-hmm. But Jeremy Corbyn, according to these guys mm. is unelectable mm. and according to the general media is unelectable mm. so why have we now got four politicians five talking so strongly speaking about beating 
Jeremy Corbyn if he is of no worry. And he is a worry. He is a worry. He's definitely a worry because people, the Remainers, excuse me, this is just my thinking, um, the Remainer, there are people who are anti-Tory. Mm. And I think yeah. the next general election is going to be fierce. I think the younger Everybody generation but is coming out for yeah, that. And yeah. it's going to happen. I yeah. think there'll be a general election before the end of the year. Yeah, hopefully. I think I, no, but Boris won't call one. No way he's got no one. choice though. You think why? The reason why he's got no choice is because if he tries to leave without a deal for Brexit, mm, mm. the party around him will say no. You can't do, do that. that. You think the Tories and will do that? Yeah, and but you but you don't think that Tories are so worried about going to general election, which is what I think. So anyway, sorry. Where I'll go all the way back is that I was really trying to think about why someone that has been trying to become the leader of a party who has not been successful in that over the last 20 years is suddenly being given the open, like the red carpet treatment. Right. And I think that could be, but not could be, but what I suspect is that in the same th- same way that happened with America is obviously we got the Steve Bannon guy who was Trump's chief strategist um, coming in, who basically says that in order to beat someone so far left, and not necessarily so far left, but so, so, someone with a socialist agenda, which the world is crying out for, particularly, you know, not just the world, but our own nations, where everyone's in authority, people are getting poorer, schools are failing, the NHS is getting sold, sold off. Like, actually, a lot of society not only wants, but needs this socialist agenda now more than ever. But in order for us to beat someone like that, what we need to do is appeal to the other extreme which is the extreme right. And it would actually be, what they're doing is, with Boris Johnson, they are possibly appealing to a, quite a large core of Jeremy Corbyn's unfortunate, maybe Northern, disaffected yeah, yeah, uh, voters, yeah, potentially, yeah. because the one thing you can get them on is immigration. There's, there's a xenophobia. Definitely. Yeah. So so Boris appeals to... Boris and Boris, that Jeremy Yeah, vote. exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's what it is. If you get a Jeremy Hunt in there... They can't yeah. relate to a Jeremy Hunt, yeah, no. but to a Boris who is quite outspoken about these things, yeah. they Racist. can. And and yeah. basically, for me, it's about. Yet you have a socialist agenda on that side, but that is also split. Labour has a lot of people who voted Brexit, voted yeah. for Brexit, yeah. which is why Jeremy Corbyn has come not said anything one way or the other as far as Brexit goes, because he'd be shooting himself in the, in the foot. foot. Because yeah. a lot of people in the north. People, everyone outside Votes, London. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the people that voted Brexit are not yeah. conservative voters. No, they're not. Are maybe over the age of, say, 45, but the rest of them are yeah, not conservative they're voters. They're not conservative voters. This is and a freaking mess. Exactly. The it's, hot, a mess. It's, a, it's a matrix of mess. Yeah. It's a total matrix of mess. But yeah, they're, they're not. They're, so, and that's why Jeremy won't come out and say, we'll have he can't. Another, he can't say he we'll can't. have another referendum. Yeah. He can't say anything other than just keep going until yeah. something happens and, and we get the general election exactly. yeah yeah um and, and i then, think and that he'll be quite confident do, then but then what i think he'll do is i think he'll say we'll have another referendum yeah and then yeah. and then you think it's one and then it's one because actually that's what everyone wants yeah and regardless of what the outcome of the referendum yeah. will be for example whether it be stay or leave yeah. whatever the questions will be again stay at least you get another chance yeah so whatever yeah. happens i don't think it we'll was stay. the true I you think I, yeah i think, think the more leavers will come out i, I think, think no everyone's one. gonna come out so i don't know which way it will go but i think that everyone gonna, under a certain age is gonna vote i like, you're right there'll be more 18 year olds now yeah. as well but yeah. i think also Everyone wants another chance at this thing yeah. to say, right, I yeah. didn't take it seriously last Love. time. Who I'm going to say yeah. it again. And then we've got, so say, for example, they have another referendum and it's Remain. The Leavers are going to kick off at Civil War. Leavers are going to kick off because it, you should have trusted the last vote while yeah. the new vote. The Remain is going to kick off. Yeah. Exactly. So, but if you know what, uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, internal anarchy is cheaper than fucking Brexit. Exactly. Exactly. So whilst everyone's fighting and warring and civil yeah, warring, money. You know, and the NHS exactly. ain't getting sold off by bloody Boris. Exactly. Education ain't getting sold Trump. off. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. On the other side. Exactly. So it's still I way cheaper. I, I do think this this could go on for years yeah. and years and years and years because until you have something that's going to unify the country, um, you're going to have everyone divided. Yeah. Absolutely. But what could unify the country? Because, but I think that largely, you know, everyone talks about how they think it's been racist and blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, I think what does unify the country is when everyone is genuinely okay. 
generally okay. So they have to get rid of austerity. They have to make everybody have money in their pocket. Yeah, absolutely. But austerity, yeah, but that's what I mean. So it's interesting that the, the, the conservatives are out here saying, we're going to make things better for everyone. We're going to make everyone wealthier. We're going to be better for the economy. Because actually now and historically, every time everyone feels the pinch and every time everyone starts fighting and inward fighting, it's these motherfuckers that are in power. Yeah. And also, it has no real effect on the balance sheet. No. Never. No. No, I, yeah, I, it's, it's interesting. It's not, but it's, it's, for the first time, it's actually scary and not necessarily because of politics. I, I am kind of a believer that whoever's in power on a political field, things will largely look the same. But mm. I think when it comes to the issue of things like our NHS, which are, which we're very close, we're, uh, people, I don't think people appreciate just how close we are to losing that, then things become really scary. And, and you understand how much insurance you know. costs. Yeah. Like, you know, like, with two tier education system, two tier healthcare system, you know, we it's a like we can't go to a place like that. Yeah, we just like in two thousand and nineteen, mm. America, is it really the goal? Never. Never. And children can see even the babies can see that it's not the goal. Not the girl, but yeah, it's it's, it's just interesting. I when we first started this podcast, we were talking about Brexit and it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, laughing. it's gone, laughing, it's coming, it's gone, and now we've got October the thirty first coming, and it'll come and go. And yeah. I just think I'd like everyone to just like get on with their lives. Yeah, That's absolutely, just, all you can do. Even like the job market, shit. Stop yeah. like this, you know, like. If, if you know everyone said can sit here and say our oh, politicians are full of shit and they don't believe in anyone and you know not sorry they don't believe in anyone they don't care about anyone other than themselves if, if if that's almost a general census across the country then when it comes to things like how how do people get to a point where they believe that politicians don't give a shit about anyone other than themselves apart from immigrants because they're you know they're also mm. kind and they're letting immigrants come in and take your jobs and all of this shit like mm. how do you get to a point where you believe that do you know when you have nothing, and yeah. you, or you believe you have nothing, or you believe everything's been taken away from you. Yeah. And you know, it's not for me to judge because I don't know what it's like to live in a completely disaffected city with no access. And actually not, you don't have access to people that look different to you to know that actually they're not trying to kill you yeah. and all the other stuff. Not necessarily kill you, that sounds dramatic, no, but it's, they're not trying to- your, yeah, your jobs, yeah. your money, your yeah. house, your life, your everything. And I think as well, maybe it's probably a good place to end this, but we would, you know, the images of this young man who uh, a Mexican border oh. who had tried to um, who had put his daughter in his t-shirt and they drowned together trying I've, access I've got a problem with that with the oh with the image yeah because I saw it this morning and I'm like it was 8 o'clock in the morning that they showed okay, the image why did they was show it on TV? that yeah oh, really? on Sky News this morning it said oh there were scenes of graphic <laughs> and I kind of squinted to kind of think what scenes are you going to show that's going to be graphic? Okay. And I saw it and I closed my eyes. I was like, no, I can't unsee this now. Yeah. It's a bit like the boy the boy that washed up on shore a, yeah. few, a few years ago. Similar thing. But, you know, I just wish that the, the West or those with money would just distribute some of the wealth yeah. so that people don't have to run away. And that's something that the, yeah. the, the Mexican, I think, Prime Minister or President said that he wants to achieve a world for his nation people. people aren't trying to get away from something yeah. they can stay yeah. and enjoy their life in their country you shouldn't have to be trying to get away from what it is and that's risking your life to get away your life to, yeah definitely um, it, it should never be that bad that you're, that you're dying to get out and you actually yeah. do die and you know it's, it's you're prepared to put your life on the line for a chance of hope for hope no guarantees but it's a gamble, isn't it? But you're prepared to use risk your life as part of that gamble. Mm, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, I, I, uh, I don't know. I think that maybe... I think it's a good... The reality is, if we hadn't seen that picture, we wouldn't be discussing the story because it would have just been more of others. But I think there is a danger. If we see those pictures all the time, we also become desensitised exactly. to it. Exactly, desensitised. So I think it thing. is probably good that we see these things once in a while because I do know that that's hit me in a way that things typically wouldn't mm. on so many levels. I've you know, been thinking a lot about gratitude this week mm. and about you know the decisions that ho- you know hopefully I'll never have to make in my life. But you know, like from a very raw point, I was thinking, imagine... You know, looking at your daughter, thinking we're probably. Like, imagine being in a position to think I'm drowning, so I could let go of you in the hope that you may survive, Mm-mm-mm. or we're in the aim that you don't. We just die together. Yeah. Like imagine having to make Those a decision decisions. like that. 
that's you know, real I think today. that I think that for me and then that's why I find it hard to contextualise in a society that we come from or you know the general where we are as a society at the moment where everyone is you know on this sort of hate vibe and this person and that person and this person thing it's like you know how could I ever find it in me to hate or want to take away the freedom or the choices of somebody that has to make a decision like that mm. what is it I think they could possibly <clears throat> be taking from me yeah, right. and what is it that I think I've even got to lose that could compare to anything Humanity. that is their reality it's Humanity. not you know you could take half of what I own you could take three quarters of what I own and never have to make a decision like yeah, that exactly you know what am I so scared of losing or what are we so scared of losing what is it that we think other people are trying to get what do we think their reality is do we think do, is, do people genuinely think that these guys have got it great they've got marble falls in their country and they're mm. leaving all of that to come to get claim fucking benefits <laughs> yeah it's funny you say that because I lost my train of thought there sorry but it was it's okay it's something totally it might seem trivial but there's a an advert for a TV program coming up about people's wills mm. and the guy on the advert was saying when it comes to a will like if your name is on a will you could be the nicest person like before you see that will but the minute you see that your name's on the will you'll fight tooth and nail for everything that's on that mm. piece of paper and it's about being going back to the humanity yeah. um of just being of living as opposed to becoming this having a vendetta against mine, something mine, or mine. someone mine yeah. it's awful uh, you know it's and awful. it is a society and funny enough we were talking about you know, we went to Angela Davis a couple of weeks or months ago mm. and one thing that she touched on. And it's funny, you know, sometimes when you think about life and especially her, she's just so fucking wise and it takes you, she can say something, it takes you a year to really have Digest. examples of what she said. But, you know, we are as, as a society and this is probably a really good way to contextualise it. So individual. So individual. We have been grown to think about mine, 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 mm. mine. And actually, if, as long as we're in that place, we, society cannot not actually get better mm. it can't you know because how do you how do you operate as a community it, it's, it's the complete opposite of a community isn't mm-hmm, it me mm-hmm. yeah yeah anyway yeah I guess yeah it's, deep one. it's gonna get even worse and Boris can't, well, I don't know I don't know maybe there's there has to be some sort of hope we'll, hope, we'll hold out for that general election if it comes or you I know just think, I, yeah I, 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 for me I can't let any of that affect my plan mm. my because if you sit down and wait yeah, on, it's going to yeah, just yeah. mess you up yeah. or you're, or you're going to be looking for something that's not going to happen yeah so you yeah. just got to kind of get on with it but yeah the, yeah I guess we all, all have come. to get on with it we do but I think maybe it's good to check in with sort of humanity and what's in your heart and what we know to be wrong and what's right because actually sometimes I know I can get swept up in trying to get you know get get this to the end of my day and the, me- the media saying this and this is the news and this is the general you know the general tone of the day and this is what's mm. going on in the world rather than you know who am I and what are my core beliefs in you know I tell you <clears throat> I'm, um, I've just resigned from my job <laughs> if you want to end on this <laughs> and um I'm so, I've never been happier. I don't think I've ever been happier because I'm now getting back to me. Mm. And I wasn't me for a long time. This isn't encouraging yeah. everyone to walk out of their job tomorrow because I'm walking out. If you them. can do it, but it's no, not, no, no, don't, don't do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking a massive risk. You'll be fine. But it's not the, a massive risk. You'll be fine. It's a massive risk. Yeah, yeah. But the humanity that's coming back to me now from yeah. being quite, the mm. last couple of years of being corporately stale yeah. is is powerful really so powerful and I'm nervous I'm scared I don't know what I'm gonna do well I did what I'm gonna do but You're happy. The pa- I'm happy and if you told me 10 years ago that I'd be in a situation in this company earning the money and then to turn around and throw that all away yeah I would have told me you're stupid really yes because right now on paper I should be living the dream yeah but I'm not I'm not happy so I'm now flipping it to say right you know what I'm a good person and happiness is key therefore what is gonna what is the right thing to do the right thing to do is to move on into a happier place maybe I maybe that's a real like I don't know snooty thing to say or there's options that I'm afforded that maybe other people don't have but the powerful the confidence and the happiness that I'm feeling right now is unparalleled. I think it's really powerful what you're saying. I think it's really important as well because I think in society we generally think 
progress, progress, progress. And for a lot of us, you know, 90% of that progress is wrapped up in our career. Um, and what you're saying is that I am the, I am the image of not only what society deems as successful, but also what you once deemed as yourself successful and you've got there. And it's not to say that it has to be this case for everyone, mm. but you've been brave enough to really go back in and check, uh, I suppose recheck whatever your aims looked like rather than the reality of them and say, you know what, I'm gonna walk away from them because I have, whilst I've met my goals, they don't necessarily serve me being the best that I can genuinely be. Yeah. One day in the next six months, clap for you. One day in the next six months, I, I want to do. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some great things in the next six months. Yeah, I feel it. But I'm gonna talk about what I'm walking away from. Yeah, and people will look at me and say, "Are you crazy?" Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say no because it wasn't right. Yeah, and and I was raised better than this. Yeah, that's really powerful. I know I was, and I and the more I say things like this, yeah. it's like really it's like an energy, like a, it's, yeah. it's going up my leg, it's going through my back, I, yeah. my, my back is straighter yeah. because this ain't it, and what I'm going into in the confidence of my ability is yeah. it, and knowing who you are. Yes, I'm good people. Yeah, we're all good people. Mm. Need to think a little bit outside the box. Mm. Yeah. It's important to check in with being good people. I think we can all get caught up in a society that rewards that tells us you for being not being yeah, good, good people. people. Yeah. 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 Well, wow. are we done? Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay, so thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to get involved in the conversation by sharing what's in your WhatsApp with us. Our number is 07572. 934449 and our socials are all at WITW podcast see you next week